The NBA is still going, but don't tell that to Dallas Mavericks and Memphis Grizzlies because half of their team is already done playing. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. Mike, how do you like this six-game NBA slate with two teams not even showing up? Uh, I love this slate here. you got two teams not showing up. Uh, only have lines for four of the six games at this point in the day still. There's just a ton of injury news to sort through at this point. And like you said, the Mavericks are deciding that they're going to join. The Grizzlies have been taking the night off for the last month of the season. Uh, the Mavericks have decided that they're going to do that tonight on the road in Orlando. And there's a lot of value out there, but a lot of question marks still about who's actually going to play minutes tonight. I like it when the guys get rested because they're not on board with tanking and they're trying too hard. Yes, that is my favorite. I mean, it's got to be tough because some of these guys, they're actually still playing for a job. So it's uh, it's a tough spot for some of these players to be in. Okay, let's take a look at the slate. And the first thing I'm going to say, Anthony Davis, 12,300. You're playing him, period. Don't do anything else. It would not be a good idea. It would not be profitable. Uh, there is only one other player on FanDuel that's even $10,000. That's Andre Drummond, and he's questionable. So it, you may play both Anthony Davis and Ben Simmons with all the value that's out there, but you're playing Anthony Davis, right? Yeah, you definitely have to play Anthony Davis tonight. Uh, you know, look, even in a 13 point spread at home against the Grizzlies who have nobody that can guard him, uh, you know, the Pelicans are still going to let him play his full minutes as long as he doesn't get hurt. So Anthony Davis, definitely the must play. Really the only guy that should be considered a stud on the slate considering Andre Drummond is questionable. I think the most interesting game, and we'll get to the value plays from Dallas. We'll get to the value plays from Memphis. Those guys will help us to fit in Davis and maybe another stud. The really interesting game, though, is Boston at Toronto. The Celtics, we don't know if they've got Terry Rozier back. We don't know if Shane Larkin's going to be able to play. They might both be on a minute limit, even if they can. That game is going to determine a lot of how we go, because Celtics two games back for the one seed should be a hotly contested game, but I'm not sure if they have the horses to stay in it. Yeah, I, I just don't think that they do. I mean, Rozier is definitely going to have to be back and playing well for them to have any chance here. And unfortunately, we don't have that news yet. Uh, we, you know, he's legitimately questionable. There's really not a lean one way or the other yet at this point in the day. Uh, but that game is definitely going to be not only important for tonight's DFS, but also for that number one seed in the East. I will say I think you should you should have Jason Tatum in your lineup regardless. He hit the rookie wall about a month ago, and he has broken through it over the last couple of weeks. He's been over 30 fantasy points in six of his last eight, including each of his last four, 34.4 last night at Milwaukee. And if those point guards are not able to go, he will do a lot more playmaking. Yeah, I, I definitely think that Tatum is someone you should be locking in right now, especially now that he's you know stayed at the small forward position on FanDuel. Uh, I think it makes a ton of sense to get him in there. Uh, you know, Harrison Barnes is out for the Mavericks. Uh, so there's really not much at the top of the small forward position. So I 100% agree Tatum will be in all of my lineups. And I don't know how excited. I, I think Lowry and DeRozan, either one, would be fine in a tournament. But I'm not sure against that Celtics defense how excited I am about playing either one of them. Yeah, at this point, I'm not going to be playing them. The only scenario in which I play them is like Andre Drummond is also ruled out. And we get a ton of value down low for the Pistons, and we just have enough money left over that we can put them in there. But at this point in the day, I'm probably not going to be using either one of the Raptors players. All right, so why don't you give us a breakdown of 
the big news or all the news or just the news that matters because you could read injury notes for an hour and a half and I could just take a nap, but I don't think anyone would enjoy that. Right. So let's talk about Dallas. That's the big one. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Dennis Smith Jr., Harrison Barnes, and Dwight Powell are all out. Uh, Solomon Mejri is questionable. J.J. Barea is upgraded to probable. Looks like he's going to play, and he's going to be a fantastic play. For the Detroit Pistons, Blake Griffin has been ruled out, and Andre Drummond is questionable. James Ennis is also questionable. Obviously, Drummond and Blake are the two big ones. There's going to be a lot of value open up if both of those guys are out. Uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers, still going to be a team that we're going to want to target in some capacity. Joel Embiid and Dario Saric are both out, which opens up a ton of usage and minutes for guys like Ben Simmons and Robert Covington, who are pretty clearly the top two plays there. Uh, in Atlanta, Malcolm Delaney, Jalen Morris both remain out. DeAndre Bembry returns, so we're probably not going to be looking to play guys like Tyler Dorsey anymore. And then the other real big piece is the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, Wayne Selden, Jamichael Green, Chandler Parsons, Tyreek Evans, and Andrew Harrison are all out for the Memphis Grizzlies. And Terry Rozier, Shane Larkin for Boston. Brandon Ingram is questionable for the Lakers. Lonzo Ball remains out. And that is the injury news. All right, I've already put together most of a lineup just from what you just told me. We'll see if I listen carefully. We're playing J.J. Bray at point guard on both sides, correct? Yes. Ben McLemore, 3,800 on FanDuel, 3,300 on DraftKings. Feels like an auto play and a good way to get another stud in with Anthony Davis. Yes, Ben McLemore is definitely a core piece of every lineup tonight. One thing you didn't say, but I'm going to add for the Philadelphia 76ers, Ben Simmons is a good play. Robert Covington is a good play. Ersan Ilyasova, who double-doubled in his last game, has topped 30 in two of his last three and should play 28-plus minutes. I really want him in my lineup. Uh, yeah, I like him a lot. I, I guess the question would be, uh, you know, I think it's easier on DraftKings maybe than FanDuel, depending on how you want to do it, because on FanDuel you might be able to play Ben Simmons and Anthony Davis together. Uh, but I, I do like uh, I do like Arsenal Lottie's really good value, and honestly, having Blake Griffin out of the lineup for Detroit really improves this matchup for him. All right, so we're going to put Ben Simmons in the lineup on FanDuel and DraftKings. We're going to put Ersan Ilyasova at the forward position. So what we've basically got here is 54-67 remaining on FanDuel, which doesn't sound like a lot until you consider that you have Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, Jason Tatum, and Robert Covington all in your lineup. Berea and McLemore being the value plays. Who is your favorite option at point guard tonight? Is it somebody like DeJounte Murray? Um, I do like Murray a little bit. Uh, my initial builds here are actually kind of just stacking the Mavericks up and using Yogi Ferrell alongside J.J. Berea. Uh, just because the team is again is so thin tonight, and he, he's going to be back to playing 30 minutes in this game, I would, you know, that's what I'm projecting. Uh, but I do like Murray. Uh, if you want to spend up a little more, I do think that Murray's in a pretty good spot uh, you could for do, the you, San Antonio Spurs. You could do the same thing at shooting guard. It's not really stacking up shooting guards because we have Macklemore at shooting guard, but you could stack Jalen Brown with Jason Tatum. Brown only 5,500 played 36 minutes last night, 37.8 Fanduel points with all of the point guards out. I think if if I knew for sure that those two point guards were out, that's what I'd want to do. Yeah, no, if we know for sure that they're out, I, I do think that that's one way to lean. Uh, and, you know, look, he's going to be a fine play either way. You know, not a not a great, great play. But at this point in the day, I'm pretty comfortable locking him in also. 
Okay, what we haven't talked about is what we're going to do at center. Joel Embiid obviously not playing. Andre Drummond is questionable with an illness. Vooch is our most expensive center at 9,300, but we won't be able to afford him. Who do you like at center tonight? Yeah, not a ton to love here at center. Um, you know, for me, I guess at this point, I, I kind of like Jonas, even though it's a tough matchup against Al Horford and the Celtics. Um, you know, he's going to play some minutes out there and then, Marcus Gasol is still active for the Grizzlies. Um, I think, you know, he's probably only going to play 20 to 22 minutes, but, you know, that, that's probably where I'm looking at at this point, unless, you know, we get some real value and I want to spend up at the point guard position. I, the only thing I wonder is if we, like, if the point guards are out for Boston, if Greg Monroe is a good option. Uh, he only he played 23 minutes last night. He's played 17 to 23 each of the last three, 27 FanDuel points. He had 31.5 against the Jazz just a couple nights ago. He does seem to be doing more playmaking for them, but I'm good with going with Jonas in our way too early, 2 p.m. Eastern. Here's a lineup, but what you should really do is go to sportsline.com 10 minutes before lock and see Mike's optimal lineup. And in case you just forgot, yeah, this has turned into a long thing. In case you forgot, DFS podcast. That's the promo code. Get you the first month on Sportsline for just $1. So check that out. We plug Jonas Valanciunas in as our center on FanDuel and on DraftKings. And I'm going to see if we have a, a lineup that we don't hate for this early in the day. At shooting guard, that leaves us 5,600. Wow, Jalen Brown fits there. How does this lineup sound, Mike? For just an early build, knowing that maybe six of these eight will stay in the lineup. J.J. Barea, Yogi Ferrell are the point guards. Ben McLemore, Jalen Brown are the shooting guards. Jason Tatum, Robert Covington are the small forwards. Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons at power forward, and Jonas Valanciunas at center. I like it a lot. You know, as much as you can like a lineup at this point in the day without all the additional injury news, I think it's a very good starting point for your lineup builds today. And how about this one on draft? I may have got, like, almost exactly the same lineup on DraftKings, except for Urson in for Ben Simmons. We've got Berea and McLemore. We've got Tatum and Davis. We've got Valanchunas and Brown. We've got Urson and Covington. I like it. <laughs> you, you thought I was wanting you to say something more than that, didn't you? Yeah. You were right. You, I, you were uh, right. What more is there to say about this slate? There is absolutely nothing more to say about this slate other than to just wait for the injury news. Wait for the injury news. Go to sportsline.com. Get Mike's optimal lineup. We're going to say that a lot over the last week of the season because all we can really do right now is give you an overview. Thanks for listening to the Sportsline DFS Podcast.